And you got to rock with that groove at four minutes, four minutes past the hour. Doc just start laughing. <laughs> Your energy, Doc had bro. a good, Doc had a good. Your energy week. is no, infectious. Because, yeah, because you know what? You got to get, you got to get that groove. And, uh, you know, when you waking and baking, you got to have a certain groove with that. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes, that was yes. that vibe right there. It was. Next time I'm going to just play it out and, you know, just let it ride. Just let that beat breathe for a second yes first of all if everybody knows if you're a new listener you know it's wake and bake medicine in your morning and this is presented by the matcha foundation and we do this every single week we've been doing this all the time and guess what this is the only place where you can hear it on radio (laughs) yes guess why because there's nothing they, there's nothing in this world that say we can't. So, we are all here. Don't hit yourself with the mic now. <laughs> I was like, shh. Anyway, listen. No, see, see, I'm going to tell you who we have in here. Obviously, Doc is here. You know what I'm saying? Big Sam is here. Sam in the building. Sam is yeah, in yeah, the yeah, building. Yeah. Sam Absolutely. with his hemoglobin A1C. Yeah. <laughs> Out of control. <laughs> is, is that a good thing? <laughs> well, Gotta get shout out to all my <laughs> diabetics. Well, get so your hemoglobin A one C. Your blood glucose under control. You know what? It's yeah, and wake and bake. And she gave herself away, Miss Renee. She <laughs> gave herself away, Miss Renee from Cannabody Designs is joining us this morning. How you doing, Queen? Hey, y'all. Good yes. morning. You ready to have this conversation? I am. Let's talk about it. First of all, how's everybody's week? Good week. Good week. Week's Sam? been live. Great week. Making progress. Doc. Good. Just uh, like every, like the whole world, just saddened by the by the madness Man. in Texas. Yeah, Man. Yes. yeah. As I said, thoughts and prayers uh, their way uh, this morning, and you know it's uh, a tragedy in itself, and it's just these heinous acts. Is, it's just got to stop. But this is also the reason why, as we're still in mental health awareness May. month, you have to check on your people. This is why, and I want to bring that up because. We're in here this morning in the midst of Mental Health Awareness Month, but don't let it just be a month. Let that continue outside of the months and daily year round. Okay, so I just want to make sure that is known and for the record today. So a lot's going on. But before (laughs) we talk about it, if you don't know the doc, you're going to know the doc today because you have to meet our chief medical (laughs) officer, Dr. Rashawn. Hodge, MD. And you make sure you put those letters on end because he put in the sweat equity, the work to earn those letters. So, you know what you need to do? Put respect on his name. Dr. Hodge, MD, is a graduate of the one and only Morehouse College and did his residency at the Morehouse School of Medicine and received his medical degree from the University of Medicine and Dentistry, New Jersey. I call it New Jersey. Robert Wood Johnson Medical School. Dr. Hodge, MD, has over 20 years of experience in the medical field. Currently, a family medicine doctor with a practice specializing in premier chronic pain care located in the heart right around the corner maybe walkable distance from you in the heart of downtown atl where we throw down this atl let me tell you something so first of all 
There's a lot of moving and shaking. There's been a Georgia primary, all of that. I want to start before we even get into the news of the week. Let's talk about those Georgia primaries. Doc, what have you seen regarding cannabis in in the Georgia primary so far? Have you seen anything? Have any cannabis, uh, cannabis candidates won? No, no, no forthcoming outright <laughs> talking about cannabis or mm-hmm. any future bills, any social justice reform. Mm. Uh, no. And I, it's, you know, I, I assume that's just, you know, to, to protect their votes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, right. I believe um, any announcements about cannabis in our uh, election uh, will happen. After. Closer to November. Yeah. Close yeah. to November. I and you kind of know what the Democrats will say. You know, but Republicans are saying the same thing. So, you know, mm. and I brought mm-hmm. I brought that up this morning because these What's are up? Good, uh, Georgia good morning, everybody. is a, Georgia is a hotbed. Yes. When it, especially as it pertains to the no matter what election it is, but this is the midterm. Yes. Yeah, but let's let's be clear. Uh, Governor Kent made a, a huge attempt uh, at the end of our legislative session to get our in-state cultivation program going. Mm-hmm. Um. And, um, you know, fell short in the house. So mm. uh, after that, he also uh, did a um, an executive order mm-hmm. to uh, provide some funds for the Georgia Access Medical Cannabis uh, Committee to uh, expedite uh, several protests that are holding up our access here in Georgia. Mm. So Governor Kemp, you know, he's been down. You know, he signed the bill for in-state cultivation uh, for uh, two large, six small grows. He signed the bill for dispensaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he also signed a bill to, um, you know, add chronic pain and post-traumatic stress disorder. So there's proof right there that's who's been down, gotcha. you know. So when we vote um, in November, uh, let's uh, – Let's uh, let's let's review the history and and not, you know, the the, the next best thing or, you know, try to win your vote by talking about cannabis now, you know. Got mm-hmm. it. Got yeah. it. And, and, and those I, are facts. And I want to make sure that everybody understands that this is it's, this is very important as we transition to the November race, which is the midterm for the midterm elections for the United States. That's right. Your house just and there is a question gubernatorial. if you voted, you know, for how do you feel about, you know, a legalization of cannabis mm-hmm. um, and that vote? If you voted, yes, that doesn't mean that, you know. They're going to tally these votes and say if it's over 50 percent that automatically we're going to change law. Right. That's not what that question was for. That question is intended to 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 um, put pressure next legislative session here in Georgia. Right. You know, it's January. It's when we be go, go again. It's like it's it's close, you know, so that'll put enough pressure on the General Assembly, the House and the Senate to introduce new bills and. When these bills are introduced on the floor, come crossover day, how can it be denied? Thank right. you for putting bringing that point to the forefront. And the reason why I started off with this is because a lot of people are watching, even outside of the state, around the country, they're watching Georgia like a hawk. Yeah. And it's, it's going to be those What's initiatives up, and what Georgia does that's going to be key to the nation. 
Now, we're not the only state, but there's going to be other states that are watching and say, well, wait, what's what's happening here? So it's important to know that those facts know what's going on because a lot of people don't know politics and they may not see it on the referendum. They may not understand what's going on. So thank you for no making problem. that point. No problem. Shout out to everybody that voted. Yep. Appreciate that. Sam, what do you think about the proceedings of everything going on in the primaries uh, and what's what's happening? I mean, I, for me, I, I look at the, the current legislature legislators that are in there now. Um, I definitely want to see the transition of where they're going to stand going into their second term, especially for uh, Governor Kemp, uh, and just see where he stands with his um, his support of the cannabis industry, just like Doc said. So, so for me, um, I pay attention to the the current the current people that are in office now, the new ones. If they're making any noise, of course they'll make enough attention, give you, create enough attention to take my attention and look at them and right. you know look at them as a serious candidate. So I just I just hear what they redundantly say and what they show. Gotcha. Um, you can't go by the news ads because they're putting um, you know campaigns out there that slander their names and stuff out right. there. So yeah. I don't I don't listen to that. What I what I go by is what they consistently say to the people. When they're in front of like a town hall or a public forum, like right. that. And and to add to that, Sam, you know, um, the leaders and the people that are really in the trenches that are making changes for criminal justice reform, specifically in the cannabis industry or right. opportunity, is really the city council members. So mm, um, that's right. Those are the muscle for the people. Mm-hmm. So support your city council members and remember, one of those city council members will be a mayor. One will be a lieutenant governor. One one might be a governor. So, yeah. uh, don't really, um, yeah. The the city council members, those are the ones that have decriminalized cannabis in eighteen jurisdictions. It wasn't lieutenant governor, governor. It wasn't secretary of state. Mm-hmm. You They're follow locally. what I'm saying? So, uh, yep. uh, local politics is super super important that you uh, support them, that you vote, and you hold them accountable. Absolutely. Yeah. Your turn, Miss Renee. Talk about it. <laughs> yeah, as a charge su- up. As a super user and a super voter, um, I was excited going into my ballot box yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I chuckled when Doc said some people that weren't quite ready to go public yet because there was a lot of infighting um, mm. going into this primary. So there were some ugly primary. Um, um, you know, infighting in the family on the Democratic side. Um, Mm -hmm. um, And so a lot of people didn't want to make those um, bold statements, if you will. But certainly, as you all said, going into November, you will see people um, definitely having to choose a side, um, starting to be vocal about um, cannabis. Um, It was, um, I almost wanted to risk taking out my camera and taking a picture to see on the ballot um, a question about the legalization of marijuana. Um, so we're making progress, right? Yes. You you wouldn't have thought that we would see that in Georgia here in the Bible Belt. Mm. So yesterday I got chills when I saw that question. I was like, ooh, yeah, at least, at least we're talking about it. Um, as you all know, my thing is about continuing this can of conversation, and that's what it was. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's continuing. It's continuing. Um, had my sh- one of my shirts on yesterday <laughs> and a lady wasn't sure if she wanted to have a conversation. Uh, 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 
that wait, wait, wait. Make sure you want to have this conversation now. I know, right? Look, Are you I, ready I, for I, that? I, I just look like this. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna take you down a rabbit hole. Awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, she, she stay ready though. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, but look, it's it's those conversations that get kick started in those lines when you're waiting uh, to vote as well. So you know, thank you so much for giving your take on that. And you know, as we transition into going from the, the state of Georgia, which you know, obviously, is a hotbed for politics, apparently. Ooh, that's a good point, too. Well, yeah. here yeah. we go to Delaware. We're heading up north. Delaware's mm. Democratic governor mm. vetoes marijuana legalization bill, but lawmakers, aha, 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 but lawmakers <laughs> have votes to override it. Let's talk about the backstory on that. Democratic Governor of Delaware announced on Tuesday that he has vetoed a bill to legalize marijuana that the legislator legislature rather sent to his desk earlier this month. So, no secret, Governor John Carney wasn't keen on legalization despite the issue's popularity, especially within his own party. Right. How about that? But advocates were holding out hope that he would at least allow this simple measure to legalize possession and sharing of cannabis for adults 21 and older to become law. So, let's go back down the list here. Let's talk about what's happening, though. Even though he vetoed it, he didn't sign it or what have you, he said the legislature still could override the governor's veto of House Bill 371, which is sponsored by Representative Ed Ozinski, as it's already received more than three-fifths of the vote in both chambers that Good. would be required to overrule Good. Carney's decision. Doc, okay. talk to me. Well, someone put Ace's smizzle. Uh, great point. Uh, who knows everything about cannabis? Mm, Especially right. not politicians. Right. You know, how much do politicians understand um, uh, this dicocious herb, you know? Um, I just finished up my master's, and I'm, it's so much Congrats. to learn. So you have lawmakers uh, that are uh, talking about cannabis that don't really understand the plant. That is one of the safest, mm. safest drugs mm. on man. I mean, safest natural drugs on this in this world. Mm. Uh, they don't understand pharmacodynamics. Uh, they're making laws. And they don't understand tolerance. That you know, once you take a drug repeatedly, you know, you're gonna need more for the same effect. They don't understand pharmacodynamics. They don't understand how uh, we're in the middle of this huge mental health crisis. And cannabis might be the answer for post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, for anxiety, uh, for social phobia, uh, for depression. So these politicians, uh, you know, before it gets in their hands, again, there's opportunity for public comment. So it's up to patients, caregivers, advocates like myself, advocates that are listening on the radio to... To, to, to help guide these politicians or they're going to make these decisions for us again. Right. And this drug war will con will continue. It'll be a hamster wheel, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sam, what you got? That politician, that governor in that state is very, very conservative. I mean, he's straddling the fence and won't stand on one side. Conservative, right. but didn't he take, how much dollars do you think he took? Mm-hmm. From MSOs trying to do business in Delaware 
and then said no. Come on, bro. Yeah. Delaware, you can't be conservative. And let's remind the people, Sam put a good point. Uh, in states that are going recreational, states that are going medical, for the last five or six years, you had Cure Leave, True Leave, True Leave. You had all the big five MSOs, multi-state operators, donating to this governor in Delaware, donating to people that said no, to say yes, up to 50 grand, the max. Even though, and that was five years ago, planting that seed. So I thousand percent believe that that Delaware governor received funds, said yes, thank you very much from all the companies mm. trying to do business in there. So you can't say he's conservative because he said no. I think he's. I think he vetoed it just to protect his career, his political career, because hmm. because he knows that you know there's checks and balances in government. Right. His word doesn't is not the final say. So, you know that's that's not how we set up our democracy. Right. He he put it on the legislators like, hey man, or how governors say, we'll let the people decide, and that's a constitutional amendment. You know they're not saying no, but they're saying not on me. It's going to be on somebody else. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. Just yeah, want to put that point out there and make sure everybody understands. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Sam, did you have anything else on that? No, nah, that's that's definitely a part of politics. I've I've, yeah. I've seen envelopes with checks and on top of yeah. checks and different all uh, legal. And, and and like I said, right. at the end of the day, it's it when you uh, support a campaign, there's an influence that also goes into it as well. So I definitely understand. Absolutely, Miss Renee. What you talking about? Talk to me. No, I, th you I think that they've um, they've covered it. Uh, that you know, politics is the long game. It's not always about doing what's right and what's right now. Is how do you stay in this? It's about longevity. The so, long game. Yep. So you may not be able to um, show all your cards, right? Slap that ace of spades on your head early. You know, you got to hold that um, that trump card, and so. I'm sure that there's some holding out. Um, politics can't be personal. Um, it's not about your personal opinion. It, you, you are a spokesperson for your constituents, right? Mm -hmm. um, and you, you got to operate as such. So he's not only representing what he feels, he's representing a broader audience. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. There, there you go. Now, I also see something else here. Um, now, there was uh, something else here. Uh, Ed Ozinski also sponsored a complimentary bill to set up regulation for an adult use cannabis market that advanced through the house of um the the well not the uh the delaware house house bill 371 um and it got narrowly defeated in the house last week by one vote under procedure maneuver that the sponsor executed, that measure could be brought back up for another vote and could pass since one of its supporters was actually absent for the roll call. That right. that was prior. Now, it also furthermore goes, goes to say vetoing House Bill 371 will not stop people from obtaining and consuming marijuana. It simply means they could face civil penalties for possession. We have to look no further than New Jersey to see how a new industry can create jobs and generate revenue. Sales reached nearly $2 million on its first day. Until we establish a similar market in Delaware, people will continue to obtain marijuana illegally here through the illicit market or send tax revenue across, as I said before, the Delaware Memorial Bridge, 
to New Jeru, hmm. to New Jersey. That is an interesting quote uh, from from the folks there in Delaware. That is interesting. That's something to watch yep. uh, over the next few months as we move into November, because these are this is a gubernatorial election year. And midterms are important. Midterms are important. Midterms matter. Yes. And it is going to be the make or break case for for Governor Carney in Delaware. So we're going to be watching that like a hawk. Now, speaking of the feds, top federal drug agency seeks new suppliers of marijuana for research. Now, Doc, weren't we just talking we talked about, about that? It. <laughs> weren't we talking about we that? We talked about Why that. Why is this coming out now? Like, really? <laughs> That's his old news. Oh, like, what are we talking about yeah. here? It's almost like Allen Iverson in practice. We're trying because... to give people the, 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 you know, the story before it's a story. Exactly. Yeah. That, that lets us know that we give you the news yeah. first because we've been talking <laughs> about it. I'm not even going to read the story. Why? Because we've been saying that yeah, the, the research... Yeah, the feds are looking for growers. Yeah. They have looking, to. They they've finally, been looking for growers. Yeah, yeah, they finally advocates and and patients and caregivers say, hey, you know, and really who made the most noise was scientists. Mm. Yeah, it was the scientists and researchers mm. that are trying to advance cannabis was like, look, feds, it's your fault why... We can't make health claims yet. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we can't m- make health claims yet because there's only been one grower for the feds. 1950, University of Mississippi, the only grower to do any type of uh, 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 cannabis grow, legal cannabis grow for research. And those archaic cultivation methods uh the chemotypes are super old. They don't match what's in dispensaries today. And we explained it last week. We explained it the week before. We this terrible weed, <laughs> uh, even for this post-traumatic stress disorder. And read evidence-based based medicine articles. You know what the THC content was it when they uh, retested it? Hmm. What was that? Less than 10%. <laughs> mm. So, yes. The results were dismal, mm-hmm. but popular opinion, Doc's opinion, my patients, my caregivers were, were PTSD, were complex post-traumatic stress disorder. You can't tell me that cannabis is not relieving some of those triggers, not relieving some of those nightmares, uh, relieving some of that heavy weight of depression and anxiety, um, uh, quieting suicidal yeah. ideation, quieting suicidal thoughts, mm-hmm. um, maybe preventing a suicidal attempt, you know, or or taking someone else's life and then taking their own. Mm-hmm. So right. you can't mm-hmm. tell me mm-hmm. cannabis is is not hitting the amygdala, uh, important part of your brain that's uh, you know important for post traumatic stress disorder. Right. And it's not hitting your hippocampus where memories are stored. Um, so. It's about time that we're going to have more growers. Uh, more growers again brings more competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it uh, it um it brings more talent to the uh, to the DEA research arena. Um, um, it would uh, and it's going to advance the uh, research. It's going to advance cannabis because there's going to be better quality cannabis. Uh, there's going to be products that are matching what we're taking in dispensaries. I'm talking. 
uh, different products, edibles, uh, concentrates, um, topicals, and with that better chemotypes and better understanding of the pharmacokinetics and dynamics, um, cannabis will soon really take off. You know, the interesting thing about this uh, uh, article, if anything, right? So we've been calling it out for about a month now, maybe even more than that. But now it says, hmm, National Institute on Drug Abuse, which is an NIDA, posted a sources sought notice back on Friday. Explaining that it's looking for capability statements from eligible facilities that are authorized to cultivate the plant by the DEA and can aid with the acquisition and or production of cannabis and related materials. Furthermore, here's what they're looking for. It says interested parties would need to be able to produce or procure cannabis, cannabis extract and other cannabis-derived materials for basic and clinical research and conduct quantitative and qualitative analysis. Uh, Let's see how that goes. (laughs) Stability determination and recommended storage conditions for those products for approved research. Here we go with those numbers again. They want you to to grow it. They want you to conduct the study. Mm -hmm. they They want you to do the science. But what about them numbers? We've been talking about those numbers for weeks, man. Like the... The biased nature of the numbers and the skewed nature of those results. Let's watch that one closely because, hmm, do we think anything is going to change here collectively in the room? Do we think anything's going to change with these skewed numbers? Uh, yeah, with better with better cannabis, uh, you'll see more statist- uh, statistical significance for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and the studies that this, the current studies now are not really showing statistical significance but clinical significance is super important Mm -hmm. and we talked about that as far as uh um say with cannabis and cancer Mm. you know so Mm -hmm. it's saying that cannabis you know this is all evidence-based medicine longitudinal studies that cannabis cannabis does ease cancer pain it also it also eases the uh doses of opioids that Mm -hmm. you require Right for quality of life. So you're taking less perk, roxycodone, oxycontin, uh, whatever morphine derivative, and your pain is also lessened. But does it cure cancer? No. So st- statistical significance might not mean something, might not mean anything to you if you're not dealing with cancer or watching someone suffer from cancer. But if you have cancer and you got a loved one suffering from cancer, you'll take that clinical significance because, hey, their pain is going to, you've been watching them mm-hmm. suffer in pain. Mm-hmm. And this is going to mm-hmm. lessen their pain. Yep. That's huge to you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, interpreting uh, research really depends on, on, on the reader, you know? Yeah. And as far as my physicians and pediatricians and, and oncologists, when you, offer cannabis you can you can have an educated discussion with your patient and with your caregiver like look you know this can lessen such and such symptoms that are associated with this disease i can't make official health claim but just informing that patient helps them make an educated decision you know Mm -hmm. the patient and the caregiver it's it's their decision ends up for the physician to give options viable options right. you know and it, when it comes to cannabis if the benefits 
outweigh the risk, man, go for the cannabis. Yes. You know, but not everyone's going to be eligible for cannabis. We talk about it all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, you, and, and here's proof that we have been giving you this story way ahead of time. Here's what it says, and I quote, and I can't make this up. Experts and lawmakers have consistently complained about the current exclusive supply of marijuana that the NIDA has been dependent upon. Doc, did we say that before? The researchers are pissed. <laughs> Citing they studies. can't make these studies. They can't do these great... Re- they, they, they know what the results should be. Mm-hmm. But it's up to the product. Right. It's up to the product. And, and, and a lot of these products are mislabeled. Again, only 30% of cannabis labeling is accurate. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So something they could be receiving a product saying it's 21% THC, but when they retest it, like, a, like, like I, I go back to the post-traumatic stress disorder, because yeah. um, I was really disappointed on those results, they mm-hmm. retested and it was less than 10%. Mm-hmm. So, again, uh, the researchers, the scientists, you know, they, these, these folks are huge advocates. They really want to unlock the potential of cannabis right and we desperately really want to start making health claims but yeah. again we can't all because the research because the cannabis grown by the university of mississippi has been so poor all we can say is that it helps with epilepsy that's the only health claim we can say mm-hmm. we can't mm-hmm. even say it, it cures it we can only say that cannabis slows down reduces the number of seizures for adults, it reduces the, the number of seizures for children for Gervais syndromes, Gervais syndrome and uh, Lennox-Gastel syndrome. It's, Other than that, it's all popular opinion. And it's so interesting those studies because of the because of the feds. Those studies you were speaking of, they showed that the chemical makeup of, of that cannabis more closely resembles hemp than marijuana available in commercial state markets, potentially. Or it's not even a potential. This is really happening. Skewing research findings, which we've been talking about for weeks. That's that's what we, that's exactly what we were yeah. hitting on, yeah. and that's why Doc is so is, is so you know ecstatic about this situation and just so animated about this situation because oh, it's awesome. It, <laughs> yeah, it's like we got to be following this close. The yeah. visibility is going to lead to accountability. Yes. The, the more the the broader this lens gets, the yeah. more because you can hold people accountable now. Right. When you don't know, you don't know what to hold them accountable about, right? Right. And and this is such a and we we talk about it in so many different ways. This is such a new industry. What what th- I I don't I challenge us to think of one thing that we have seen introduced in our lifetime, like mm. something a whole industry that has been introduced in our lifetime. I, I wait. Right. Yeah. And so it's that's been, what we're seeing. This is building the plane while you're flying. Right. right. You, you know, project. they're so quick. to they, they, we, they know there's money to get to. How do you get the research to get? You, you see what I'm saying? The, how does the, the research is time? You can't rush time. You cannot mm. rush time. Yeah. Right. And the science is so important. Yes. Yes. The science is so important when it becomes when it comes to the progression of this industry absolutely uh, with the sector of cannabis for sure but to add on to that as well doc the wide acceptance of it is is what is needed so it's going to take time to do that 
And over that time, the research would be able to be accepted at that point in time. But uh, until now, the stigma still exists where you still have part of those researchers that go into the research bias. And then you have the people that's paying them who also may be telling them yep. to go to the left absolutely. with some of the research <laughs> as well. So hey, then, absolutely. So. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard for it's hard for the naysayers. It's hard to really talk negatively about cannabis um, comparing it to other over-the-counter drugs. It's um, you have to be really ignorant of of uh, how cannabis can be such a therapy to even believe that kind of jargon in 2022. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we know it's not the devil's lettuce. Uh, we know <laughs> historically. The, the, the most prominent figures, Queen Elizabeth, Queen Victoria, President Kidney, and President Kennedy, you know, they all used cannabis. Um, and it was because of this uh, uh, failed drug war. And, and in my opinion, you mm-hmm. know, right? Yeah. To keep people marginalized. Uh, that's why they uh, finally killed cannabis in, uh, uh, when they removed it from the pharmacopoeia. In the 1950s, mm. so um, cannabis is coming right back though. It's roaring back strong, and again, when it does come back this time, we have to really focus on making this industry more equitable. Uh, that's why I'm on this show every week uh, with Sam, with Renee, with the Green Machine, is to try to make uh, to influence the listeners. Like, look, this is a viable industry. Yes. Uh, this is not the first time a new sector popped up. You know, there was the internet. Uh, there's esports. Uh, there's plant based plant based food. You see everywhere. I mean, there's mm-hmm. sectors popping up. There's blockchain. There's crypto. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, um, my opinion, uh, the textbooks for cannabis are really just small. You right. know, it's such a non-intimidating field because most were just everything we thought we knew was wrong about cannabis right yeah there's a few right things but there's a lot of wrong things Mm -hmm. so this is just the very beginning um um easier to understand because most of my listeners y'all don't know code you know y'all can't you know in coding is you know every company every industry really is a tech company Mm. uh Cannabis, you know, is uh, is a, is an industry that even the non-plant touching business. So, real estate agents, lawyers, uh, accountants, you, you guys can hop right in. Right, right. right. Um, hop right in, and then uh, for my young folks, you know, in the next four years, every university is going to have a cannabis program. Right. Uh, technical schools will have cannabis programs, welders for greenhouses, for grows, uh, for fertilizers, for there'll be drone operators, you know, just watching the fields and, and, and watching the greenhouses, you know, security. So uh, the reason why we're on this show is, is to, to really inspire, inspire folks to like, look, man, this is an industry that's supposed to be $36 billion by the end of this year. Billion with a B. Uh, yeah, with a B. Uh, again, the entry point, you know, there's, there's not really a huge criteria to really get in, you know, um, outside of a felony, but that's why we're trying to, that's why we're trying to expunge those convictions. So even Even felons can get in, you know, and participate. 
Got it, got it. So yeah. there you go. Yes, so sir. much Sorry, I'm long-winded. No, so much long-winded. opportunity. So much yeah, opportunity. Yeah, so much opportunity. Even cannabis tourism, you know, it's about to really explode. Uh, I was looking at Louisiana's uh, four new bills. They got one bill um, to uh, protect protect medical cannabis patients when they're traveling. So you see, you hear this word drug paraphernalia. What does that mean? That means like a lot of patients like to inhale, you know. Not every patient, medical cannabis patient, wants to use uh, full extract cannabis oil mm-hmm. or Rick Simpson's oil or maybe Dot Hodge oil and put it <laughs> under their tongue, you know. Right. A lot of people would like to inhale it. And inhalation is not paper and blunts, you know. Inhalation is, is a large gamut. It's vape pens. That's drug paraphernalia, which can mm-hmm. get you it's, it's punitive charges, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, some people like to inhale using a water bong, mm-hmm. you know. Some people like to concentrate and have to use uh, um, a rig, you know. Mm-hmm. Or you, and you, and you might have this on your person as a medical cannabis uh, card holder legally, mm-hmm. and you might you might just have a butane torch, and with a little bit of. And an old bowl mm-hmm. in your bong in your mm-hmm. on your book bag, and then they're gonna pull you over, and the cop can say, "Oh, what's this? That's cannabis. That's drug. That's that's drug paraphernalia," and you can get arrested, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they can um, take that dried up cannabis or concentrate and weigh it, and that will be part of your charge—the total weight. Mm-hmm. That that mm-hmm. little bit of cannabis that was left in your grinder. I was gonna say a grinder. That little that's bit of cannabis example. that was left. Anywhere or that 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 cartridge that can be a, like a felony. So that's a huge bill in Louisiana. I'm happy to see that. Uh, and then for patients that are don't have a medical card, it's just going to be a fifty dollar fine. But before it end, that can ruin your life, man. Absolutely. That, yeah. Uh, there also there's also a nice bill in Louisiana that's going to um, set up medical reciprocity. Uh, that's huge. Uh, Louisiana is setting themselves up for a lot of tourism. They got great things in Louisiana. Everybody likes to go to New Orleans. They have uh, the jazz festival. They got the thing, show me the beads, show me your fun bags. What's that? What's <laughs> Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. Essence Fest. Essence. Uh, yeah. uh, they got casinos. So yep. it, it only makes sense for the general body to say, yes, let visitors that come into this cannabis, everyone's going to have a cannabis cardholder. Let them participate in our state law versus buying off the street. That's going to boost our revenue by adding this law plus hurt the black market a little bit mm. Mm. every law they're trying to make is to just to is to quiet the black market a little bit so people can finally start making money so well so medical reciprocity <laughs> medical, black market been making money <laughs> medical reciprocity is, is a way uh and introduce that to your uh to your general body if it's not in your state yet that's another way to again you know out-of-towners are not going to stop using medicine you know they're going to for their kid for themselves so if they don't have medical reciprocity where dispensary owners can get a boost of that revenue Mm. when from out-of-towners the state is going to collect more taxes so it's a Mm win-win and the only one that loses is the black market a little bit and which is not going to ever be defeated but they again that's that's the whole point of this whole cannabis regime and and the news, fake news, real news, 
is to slow down the black market, to get people to change behavior, you know, to change behavior, to get them into dispensaries, to get them to that legal area so people can start making money. My so, opinion. No. Goody Ma, so what no. up? So now ATL. it's, inter so it's uh, interesting. Uh, so we get to this next story, and, I mean, I'm just going to read the headline. That's all I'm going to read, and the reason why is because the question that I have in my head is, really? So here we go. Federal marijuana arrests continue to drop amid legalization movement and new justice. Here's my question. Really? Nope. Exactly. Examine that Talk more, to, bro. Yep. That's why I said I'm not even going to read it. Yeah, I went into that fake news. Yeah, the arrests are declining, but these arrests are not, these non-arrests are not equitable. So mm. in places that are decriminalized, arrests for whites are going down drastically. <laughs> that's why I said really. Mm. But for minorities, not so much. Guys, he so who controls even, the media. Even the arrests are not equitable. Even this decrim is not equitable. Mm -hmm. exactly. How can we have a blanket mm -hmm. decrim mm -hmm. but still target blacks? Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I didn't even mm. want to read the rest of that. That's so why I said, really? Mm. When, when we decrim, you have to get the quarterly police reports and read them. Yep. Read them. Hold, them. hold their feet to the fire. It's public. They have to, they have to, they have to give it to you. Yeah, and you'll see that these non-arrests are not equitable. <laughs> Again, I mean, we keep saying it week to week, right? And you guys keep putting out this stuff that says, "Oh, it's dropping." Is it really? Nah. Who is it dropping for? Right. There you go. Who? Right. Thank you, Green Machine. Right. Who? Thank you. Right. Thank you. Said the owl. Who? <laughs> I'm saying like yeah. every everybody needs to benefit. Where? What research are they getting that from? Yes. Hmm. And maybe it's not the politicians. Maybe, maybe we have to. You know, maybe it's the law enforcement. You know, it's uh, hundred percent law. It's uh, it's you know, there's a there's another bill in tech in uh, Louisiana that that stops the police from if they smell marijuana or the odor of cannabis coming from your home they can't like knock and barge in mm. you feel me they yeah. can't get a warrant so again this this is progress it's 2022 but in some states if they smell weed in your car or in your house they coming in yeah let me search they coming in you see it on the time you know right and right. Then right. will cops smell a little harder if you're black <laughs> and their nose get bigger. Oh, let me tell you. Yeah, sure. Just, just like sure they try to do the, just like they and try to do the And does that nose get thing. small when you see someone that white? Yeah. And but, let it go. Sure. But here's the thing. That's the that's the same thing. You you talked about the nose getting bigger. They didn't even find anything. It, you know, when you talk about such crazy act that happened here in Georgia, the state of Georgia, where you pull over the whole. Bus oh, of Delaware thought. State. Come on. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I mean, racial profiling, will right. it end? Will it end? Nah, I don't see it ending. So no we, we just so. need to protect. Not my you know, ever. we need to protect. You know, I pray it does. But, you know, let's 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 write law cause and let's 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 act like it will never change. So let's write law that better protects black and brown people. 
Exactly. Yeah. From ev- from everything. Cause, yeah. Let's assume yeah. that it never changes. And that's that's what we have to do. That's how we have to walk into society every day. That these things are just never going to change, and whatever they're intending to change is being slow walking. Yeah, slow I'm always driving. hope. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about being. I'm positive all the yeah, way. Yeah, of course. But but you have to think chess. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You you gotta you gotta kind of play the game of chess, and you know, make your next move the best move. But you got to move in a in a difference. You got to move in a level of greatness where it's just like yeah, yeah, it's strategy. You know, yeah, it's just strategy. know that your move affects yeah. so yeah. many people, right? And yes. um, and you have to really think, you know, politically, you know, public safety, yeah. uh, uh, punitive, you know, protection. Think about the kids. There's a lot. Yeah. Think about yourself. You know. There's a lot as far as being an advocate that we all can learn to be a better one every day, you know, for um, people that are getting left behind. Because this is an opportunity where we can, like, you know, lobby to insurance companies. And, you know, maybe by next year, some of these insurance, maybe, you know, that will help with some of that burden. You know, you can use some insurance for Mm -hmm. cannabis if it's if banks are you if the bank thing, if banking happens this year. Next will be uh, reclassification of uh, mm. cannabis. That means it's not a Schedule One drug. That means insurance companies will pick up some of this. You know, yeah. yeah, and it's going to change everything right. uh, next year. Yeah. yeah, but we can kind of get ahead of that. You know, one decision would af- would affect uh, people generally generationally a lot, and yes. you know mm-hmm. th- that's why our decision making has to be very important, especially even holding public office. Yeah, and well. learn Absolutely. what you can learn. About cannabis, you know, don't call it weed. We talk about it all the time. Uh, uh, be careful about, you know, smelling like the terpenes, you know. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I'm glad that you inhale and smoke, but sometimes it's not the best to still to be reeking of cannabis when you go into meetings. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's, Absolutely. it's because of the stigma. Mm-hmm. And um, people might think you're unprepared. You know, people still think cannabis messes up your cognition. They might not even think you're ready for a meeting. Right. You know, so um, right. it's, it's important as an advocate, you know, to, uh, you know, there's a time and a place, you know. Absolutely. And to really learn cannabis uh, from reputable sources because the worst thing you can do is speak haphazardly about this drug. You know, Absolutely. fuel the drug, fuel the, the urine drug companies that are blocking cannabis' progression. Uh, you'll fuel the church that's blocking cannabis you know innovation Mm -hmm. um you know you know not speaking about the plant in a in a scientific or therapeutic way um that just that just that helps that helps the ops right right you know advocacy is is really you know studying cannabis daily learning about it when you consume it you know Understanding what's doing to your body understanding what that particular smell is understanding how long that that strand lasted, you know, mm-hmm. if you ran through it in two days, maybe it wasn't the best, but it did last all week. Maybe that's something better for you. Understand that chemotype, understand those terpenes, understand those flavonoids, um, understand what happens to cannabis when you don't store it properly. Understand why we do we want to regulate it? Why? You know, because hands carry bacteria, fungus, right? There's a extraction method that's it's going to put heavy metals in your cannabis, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So 
those are health issues. Understand that. Understand that vape pen, you know, has some type of pain on the on the it's three components, a mouthpiece, a cartridge, the atomizer, and a battery. Four components, you know. Why would you put a mouthpiece that's plastic if you see every article that we're swallowing plastic every day? Why would you mm. have a fancy gold tip when that paint, you know, you don't put paint in your mouth. mouth right. Right. <laughs> so you just sucking you on know, paint. <laughs> like, come on now. Yeah, it's right, just right. certain things that uh, uh, as consumers we can, um, um, there's certain things that we can control, mm-hmm. you know. If you're using blunt paper with all these exotic flavors, you know, those are those 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 flavorings are FDA approved for food, but not for heat. When you heat up some of these flavors, those turn into carcinogens, you know, and uh, you're ingesting those. Yeah. Things. And then that blunt paper might have 200 chemicals on it. Mm-hmm. And then when you heat it up, 200 turns to 800 chemicals. Mm hmm. You dig that are not studied because it wasn't intended that way. Exactly. So mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff about cannabis, even though it's been used since the beginning of time, um, we don't know this new cannabis and how people are consuming it. We don't know the long-term effects, positive, negative, because we don't know, because these are new trends. Right. You know, the high doses, the high concentrations, you know, people dabbing 81, 82% THC levels. Um, these 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 flavored uh, people putting you know pain in their mouth. We don't understand the public safety uh, ramifications mm-hmm. of of our of our behavior, and that's gonna hap- That's gonna come out twenty thirty years from now. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know. So don't be a guinea pig. You know. Go back to the indigenous ways of how people use cannabis. Um, you know, water bongs, and that's been around since the beginning of time. Uh, if you do dab. Understand, you know, there's temperature temperature control on those rigs, and uh, uh, get a get a uh, temp tech. You know, uh, Bruce taught me that. You know, mm. uh, you got to dab at at the right temperature because if you dab too high, those that cannabis can have carcinogens in it. Mm. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, and and that can cause issues that you don't want to you're just trying to get therapeutic relief of your pain or of your seizures or of your or of your fibromyalgia or you're in a sickle cell crisis or you know you just needed a you know a little stabilization of your mood or your depression or your anxiety so we want to make sure when you're consuming cannabis that you're actually getting the therapeutic effect and nothing else you don't want those adulterants causing the buildup in your body over years to cause problems so um, I don't know. A, I guess that was a tangent, but we got five more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, very helpful information, Doc. It's I so think you good. call that a tangent. <laughs> yeah, but 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 you know what? Even even that was still I just need us to focus. For you know, listeners. Yeah, I need need us to focus when we consume cannabis. This, you know, uh, I'm not really talking to my recreational users. You know, um, it's more my medical patients. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. As we have five minutes left till the top of the hour, actually four now. Miss Renee, talk about it. Talk about it. What's your final thoughts and where can they find you, follow you, and connect? 
Um, so I'm going to do find you, follow you, and connect first because I always miss that or mess that up. Um, Canna Body Designs, at Canna underscore body underscore designs on Instagram. Canna Body Designs on Facebook and CannaBodyDesigns.com. Um, yes. Check it out. Let's continue this cannabis conversation. Um, today was a good day. I like when I just get to sit across the table and, <laughs> and hear these guys, um, you know, spit this knowledge. And um, I always tell you guys, I'm going to be a forever student of this. Um, and it's about continuing this conversation. Doc talked on so much Christianity and cannabis. Um, you know, what does that look like? You know, this, this, the, and, and getting back, it's the challenge with cannabis is it was initially introduced as a taboo mm -hmm. right recreational thing and so how do you now convince a world that oh no there are health properties there is wellness in this and because it came from us it's going to be questioned and scrutinized any even harder right mm -hmm. and so that's the con that's the challenge um shifting the mindset and how do you get those recreational consumers to also understand what they're what they're ingesting right because now you're asking them to look at it from a health and wellness perspective and some of them are just cool with with the feeling that they get right and so that this is a this is almost it's easier to build from a blank canvas than it is to um, redesign or refocus thought and that's what we're doing in the cannabis industry it's refocusing the thought process it's taking it seriously this isn't bubble gum and cotton candy this is something that 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 um, again much larger um, much broader impact um, opportunity exposure and then you know there's always that evil side so with with good comes evil and we got to figure out that balance it, it's a never-ending conversation absolutely big sam same thing final thoughts where can they find you follow you we're definitely here to open up minds because a lot of closed minds are out there um about this industry in particular so we got to got to unlock the truth we got to give them all the information for them to make an informed decision so for everybody that's listening continue to tune in you can follow me big boy sam uh, also follow uh, with two M's and also follow Matcha Foundation. Absolutely. And lastly, the doc, final thoughts and where can they find you? Follow you. Oh, Rashawn Hodge dot MD on the, on the Insta. Um, final thoughts. Um, just be a stronger advocate. Uh, if you have you get a hold of cannabis, uh, explore the delivery methods. Uh, we got a long weekend, you know, make some concoctions. Uh, you can boil it, uh, get you a um, crock pot, you know, or maybe a candy shell, you know, candy, um, start making your own edibles, mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, baked goods, you know, explore different inhalation methods, you know, if you have, you know, try vaping, you know, um, uh, get a bong, you know, try a rig, try concentrate. So you can really become a, not a professional, you really know what's best for you because again, everyone has their own endocannabinoid system we all have our own unique ecs so what works for doc hodge i love inhalation i love inhalation i love concentrates it really helps my chronic pain mm -hmm. but for you it might be edibles you know it might be topicals um mm -hmm. you know i love strands high in myrcene high in carefalin you know those are two terpenes that for me work for my neuropathic pain again i don't have bone pain i don't have muscle pain I have spinal cord injury pain. So I have what you call neuropathic pain, nerve pain. So for uh, 
my folks that have nerve pain, uh, explore chemotypes that are very high in myrcene. Uh, myrcene smells uh, earthy, smells like dirt. Um, uh, so if you pick up a, a chemotype, for, again, don't, don't worry about the name because names are going away. You know, runts, blue dream, all that's going away. It's going to be chemotype. It's going to be four, uh, four of those um, terpenes that are going to be highlighted. Uh, pinene, limonene, uh, caraflin, myrcene will be those big four. Uh, it will also have a batch date, expiration date, etc. So, yeah, that's all. You got to get ready for it, right?